This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet of up to 500 bucks. Terms and conditions do apply, so go get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. And we're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just go to GetRoman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month's treatment. And that's GetRoman.com slash SGP. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to a $500 cash bonus. Uh, That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app gives you easy access to all of our picks, podcasts, and it's an exclusive place to enter all of our contests, including our uh, our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. All right, welcome back, DJs. This is myself, uh, Boston Capper, and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, for uh, the Palmetto, the star-studded Palmetto. This is going to be stuff of legends that we remember forever. Isn't that correct, Steve? Mm-hmm. Was it heroes get remembered, but legends never die? That's right. Yes, exactly. So whoever wins this tournament, you know, it's going to do it. But yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to be breaking down the uh, Palmetto Championship from Coachella. Coachella. You know? Yeah, you know, really happy. You know, what do you think about the weekend at 10,200, by the way? <laughs> I mean, I think uh, with all this plastic surgery, I feel like that's a fair price. He's okay. All right. Well, there you go. All right. That's the show, by the way. All right. Bye. All right, bye. Yeah. I think I think I said that would be a little more, <laughs> more interesting than watching this thing. So, yeah. But uh, no. Well, from, uh, money from, be made still, you know. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, listen, wait, I've been hearing like a lot of stuff this week. We're like, oh, we're going to take it safe. You know, like there's do I don't really know. We're taking hands off. For, no, that's not our motto. And I even heard of it a little bit from you. We're like, I don't know what to do this week. No. Yeah. I we, mean, have look. Full, we have a full betting card. We're going to go through the full show. Uh, Boston Capper might get off after 10 minutes after his picks. And I just spend like three hours talking about everybody under $7,000 range. But now we'll, we'll see. What it, we do. Look, it's fine. And like, I think as far as like your betting card, like, I mean, look, I mean, it's 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 gonna be interesting let's put it that way like i don't know man and, and as far as dfs goes like i feel like if anything this is probably an even playing field for everybody at this point right obviously not if you're not mmeing like the other guys but i mean shit man nobody knows what's gonna happen at this goddamn course i, I mean it, it, nobody knows nobody knows so everybody's full of shit everybody's got their talk in their own narrative and that's it. Like, whatever. Nobody knows shit about this week. Like, more than normal, right? Because golf betting is difficult enough. Like, this week, we think it's going to play firm and fast. We think. But we have no fucking idea. Right. I mean, it, did, it is South Carolina in the summer. It's got a little rain. It's a little humid, too. So, oh, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's so friggin' hot down it, down here, man. It That shit burns off as soon as it hits. Oh, so it just evaporates? Oh, <laughs> like, like, like it's the surface of Venus? <laughs> yes, dude. It's bad. I'm telling you. Like, it's, Great. It's bad. Like, I don't, like, unless it rains for, like, an hour. Like maybe it'll stay damp, but if it's like the normal shit we get down here in the south, like the twenty minute just absolute downpour, thunder, and then the the burning hell of the sun comes back out, like it's gone. Like it'll burn off pretty fast. Okay. Well, I mean, like I think you bring up a good point. Everybody's got their little narratives that you know, like I think everybody thinks what's gonna happen here. I mean. I- I, I put a lot of work into looking at this golf course. I tried to break it down for you guys. It seems like everybody kind of came to the same conclusion I did as far as like the comp courses and like how what works. And I try to dig a little bit on some golfers, trying to look at some history, some firm and fast conditions. Just, but overall, I mean, listen, like, like, like I think this is the challenge for like people who use fantasy national this week is like they just look at all the like all their ball striking stats and like they're just going to gravitate to the guys who are just like towards the top of like the rankings of all that. But the problem is like there's not much difference between the guy who's like 20th in the field and like 80th because no. we're both probably losing strokes ball striking overall. So you got to look a little deeper in the stuff. You got to take things in the context. You kind of kind of think about like. All right, like these like rinky dink like BS events like before a major, like who just like typically does well with these types of things? Like in weaker fields where guys are hitting a lot of fairways, like listen, I know I know this like says it's gonna be tough, but I think the winning score is probably gonna be like seventeen under at the end of the day. Like it just yeah, that's I'm what happens with this stuff. I still think it's gonna be a safe setup. I think they're gonna put pins like, you know, not very tricky. Like I, I do think T to green, you still have to hit your irons pretty well. I think scrambling is gonna be pretty important. Like I think the only thing I'm gonna look at off the tee is because the fairways are generally pretty wide and that guys are gonna hit a lot of fairways. It's like if you're the type of person that just like 
misses pretty badly because like this is not a golf course where like last week the memorial where like the driving accuracy numbers are a little misleading because everybody's clubbing down well i'm pretty sure like everybody's gonna be hitting drivers for mm-hmm. this like there's not a whole lot of times like all right i'm gonna take like an iron back and play position golf like most of the stuff is pretty much in front of you so everybody's gonna have a driver hand if you're just spraying it all over the place like that's gonna be more of a problem then that actually makes it a little more penal if you're missing all the fairways and everybody isn't but um so that's just what I'm, my strategy this week. I'm going to try to look at ownership, pivot a little bit, you know, try and look at just like some history with the, some of these guys, just get a better feel about like, you know, who's going to do well. So, so I guess, you know, listen to all of my stuff and, you know, you listen to a couple of things too. So what are you going for this week then? If you're not going to follow all these narratives. I mean, really, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I guess what you said makes sense as far as missing the fairways, but if there's no rough and it's just, you can ground your club everywhere, natural waste areas, like it's, it's a coin flip, whether you're going to get stuck behind some random, you know, tree or not. Um, I don't know, man. So I was messing around with the model a little bit. I don't really know, man. I really think it's just kind of like a gut feel like, I really do. Like, I just think it's like, it's like, you got to be okay with your irons. I don't feel like, I, I don't feel like it's going to, I think you're going to get the rollout. So I don't think you need to be a bomber here. Um, no. You know, I, I think uh, it's just the normal shit. Like, I, I don't, like I said, I don't put too much into potting. They say they, they say they might, what, dude, what's the actual stint? Do we even know yet? They said they're going to play fast, but I don't know. I mean, no, these guys... I mean, well, here, here's the thing. Like, just because it plays firm and fast, it means the fairways play fast. Right, I know. Bermuda is generally a slower putting surface just because yeah. of rain. So yeah. I don't think it's going to be more than, like, 12. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think... I don't know. I, I think the more accurate players are probably going to... I don't know. I feel like the accurate guys are going to do it. I mean, there's not too many bombers in this freaking field anyway so it really doesn't matter um maybe some wily old veterans i'm looking at some of those guys some euros um, all right yeah that's about it all right well i, I want to bring up two points uh, one about what you said about like the waste areas and well yes like you can ground your club and everything but i think about like like where like when i look at this golf course i was like where are the fans are gonna be like where, where are the like are they standing so like one challenge with that is it's not like they're being like raking all the waste areas so like you could send your ball there and you're in like somebody's footprint yeah, like you still draw a pretty bad light. Like there's a little that's bit of sand true. behind the ball. Like you can't <laughs> do what Patrick true. Reed did in Albany. You can't just scoop out the sand behind it in order to sure hit. You can. Sure you can. All right. I mean, fine. You just get like a two shot penalty and, uh, you know, slapping the rest of the little slugger and then, uh, go on your merry way. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I still think there's going to be a little bit of a penalty, just not being in the short grass. Um, and now I want to talk about the putting. Cause well, I mean, listen, like I think, I think putting matters at Bermuda on Bermuda surfaces just because that is that's not just like, all right, I'm going to read the line, read the speed. This is more like, OK, what which way the grass going to like mm. growing towards? So, like, it, I think there is some merit to guys who actually are pretty good on Bermuda that just like that. That's something to look at. But here's the problem, though. So. Everyone wants to use, and I'm just going to say, Fantasy National. Like right. that, That's what you use. That's what a lot of podcasts use. And yeah. it is a great tool. Right. It does a lot of stuff that I do manually and <laughs> do every week. But here's the problem. I've always had a problem with how they classify different golf courses. So if you check the box for Bermuda on Fantasy National – just go to the last 50 rounds and you go and that, and that filters out the courses in the database and you go through the courses that it lists. I mean, most of them are eight months of the year, Bermuda golf courses, but when they play on the PGA tour, it's not Bermuda. It's the overseas and overseas is not Bermuda. And you have all this putting data and all this ball striking data when it's not a Bermuda golf course. And even there's some golf courses in this list. I'm seeing like, like Murfield village is under Bermuda. Like that, really? That's ryegrass, yeah. Pebble Beach is under here. That's not Bermuda. So there's something going on with this thing. So I, I guess what you guys need to do if you want to use this tool, and I'm going to go through each list, Okay. each one. These are the Bermuda golf courses. So if you want to write it down and then you select each one individually, you'll actually get true Bermuda stats because that's when they actually go to these golf courses. It's actual Bermuda grass when they putt it. You know, like there's a couple of golf courses where it's really like a crossover. Like sometimes they have Bermuda, sometimes they don't. I would just skip it just because everything's all in there. Mm-hmm. Just go to pure Bermuda golf course. So Albany, that's the Hero World Challenge, those Bermuda, those Bermuda greens. Annadale Golf Club, they used to have like the True South Classic back in the early 2010s. No one in this field has even played that, so there's probably no <laughs> data, but that's Bermuda. 
Um, Bay Hill is mostly Bermuda now. Back in, I think, yeah. the mid-2000s, it was overseeded, but then they replaced it with a different Bermuda. You're pretty safe using Bay Hill. That's fine. Country Club of Jackson, the Sanderson, that's fine. Eastlake, two World Championship, that's Bermuda. Um, going down, Magnolia Golf Club, they used to host, like, the one in, like, it's outside Orlando, like that Disney classic. Yeah. 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 That's that. Um, plantation course of Kapalua, that's uh, Bermuda. Port Royal, there's no strokes gain data, but that's Bermuda. Uh, sea Island, that is all Bermuda when they play it. Sedgefield is all Bermuda when they play it. The concession was Bermuda when they played it this year. TBC Louisiana is Bermuda. Uh, TBC Southwind is Bermuda. Trump National Doral, when they had the WGC, there was, was Bermuda and Wiley. So those are the only ones you actually want to use if you want to get strokes game putting data. But, like, don't use, like, TPC San Antonio. It's oh. overseeded. Don't use yeah. the stadium course. It's overseeded. It's not Bermuda when they do it. Don't use TPC Scottsdale. And they throw all that stuff into here. Right. And it kind of misleads you. It's thinking, like, okay, like, it throws bad data at you. So as long as you, like, you can use the checkbox. Just make sure you filter out the right courses. And you're fine for using it for, for this event. Okay, I like it, man. That's uh, that's, that's my little PSA to everybody. That's uh, that is some nice deep dive shit, and uh, yeah, putting on Bermuda is uh, is awful. Yeah, um, I you would know. That. Yeah, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so so bad. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I mean, is it really a point to look at the weather for it? It's hot. It's humid. Yeah, it's hot. It's humid. It's but gonna rain. It's gonna rain in the afternoon. Day. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's the yeah. south in the summer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Next question. I, I think I think guys are gonna be. Gas about that, but like I, I think that's the problem with like playing this at this time of year. Like, they, like I wish they were playing like Congaree in the fall when it was like firm and fast. It wasn't as hot, you know. Like, but here it's like it's like how they played Heritage in June last oh, year. Yeah, yeah. They were just soft and just sticky and just guys blew, just went way under par. Like that's why I think like this one's not going to play nearly as tough as what people. Think. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think it's I don't, I don't think it's going to just because you said no. it's firm and fast doesn't mean it's going to be tough. Uh, right, and even like especially even first like, tournament, like yeah, like even like if you look at some of those like Australian sandbelt firm and fast golf courses, like they still get under par scores of like eighteen under. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's you know this isn't like U.S. Open setups. No, like it's it's. You're going to see some birdies here. You can see some guys with score. So, all right. Why don't we get into ownership of where that's at? So, over $10,000, everybody's popular. Uh, I mean, just these are people's pacifiers. You know, DJ, even though he's not in good form, he's got 18% ownership. Fitzpatrick is at 17. Uh, and then Kepka and Hatton are both over 20. Uh, I think of those two, I've heard Hatton and Kepka's name the most this week. We'll break down all four of those guys in a little bit. Yep. Uh, $9,000 range. You have Sung J M and Tommy Fleetwood, uh, two of Boston Capper's nemesis, uh, the most popular this week. Um, Ian Poulter has gotten a lot of buzz, too. We do, it's not really reflecting the ownership, but like he's an, an inside baseball industry pick this week. Yeah. Um, Pan Kazire is still getting ownership. They think he's going to bounce back from what happened to the Memorial. Uh, I mean, the only guys in the $9,000 range are kind of getting ignored is like Harris English at about 11% and Garrett Hago at 9 so, um, and then moving down to eight thousand dollar range, you have two guys who are over fifteen percent. You got Lucas Glover, who is the official ambassador for this tournament. So there, people are using that narrative. You have Harold Varner third, who I guess is unofficial ambassador, he's a South Carolina guy. He's been yep. playing pretty well coming in. Uh, he also has a win in Australia under his belt. That's yeah. strong. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Why that's might be a little misleading. Okay. Um. And then you got Snedeker at like 12%, Johnny Vegas, Vegas. at 12%. Yeah. Uh, up top there, you got Norn, who's been playing pretty well lately, and this a, might be a putting contest. He's 14. Keith Mitchell, you know, just does well on Bermuda. He played well at Quail Hall a couple weeks ago. He's 14%. Everybody else in the $8,000 range is drawing single digits. And then Shock in the $7,000 range, starting from the top, you got Luke List, 17%. Matthew Neesmith, just because he pops with the ball striking, but he's been playing terrible lately, 12%. Uh, he's also a South Carolina guy, so there's some narrative there, too. Uh, Pat Perez, you know, he's been playing pretty well lately. Pretty solid, consistent, 12%. Uh, Chalk Whaley is uh, $6,700 at 18%. Jesus. We'll see if that hits two weeks in a row. He's been playing well. I mean, you got to give it he, to him. He has. He's finally priced appropriately, but it's only because it's such a weak field. But, right, yes. exactly. He has been playing very well. Uh, ben Martin, who's kind of had seen like a career resurgence at 16%. And I actually told you uh, a couple days ago that uh, he finally made his way onto my spreadsheet. 
And I told you that in 2015, I actually bet Ben Martin to win the U.S. Open Chambers Bay. And he was actually doing pretty well for 36 holes. And then he shot an 86 on Saturday to uh, pop that dream. But I was feeling pretty good after like two days. He was in the top 10, uh, you know, heading into the weekend. But yeah, Ben Martin. Thank you, sir. Uh, That's the only. And then Roger Sloan uh, at 11 percent. Not sure why he's got, he must have got like a podcast bump. But yeah. and then under seven thousand dollars, there's only one guy who's rocking double digit uh, ownership, and that's Hank Lebiota, thirteen percent. Oh, and it's only because he's the best ball striker in this range. Yep, and his form is good. And, and then that's just that's the John, good. the John Pack. He's like a college player, right? Yeah, he's he's a very well known college player. He's at eight percent. He's been getting some. Like every anytime these like young guys make their first start, they want it to be the Morikawa or the Zalatoris. And we have seen like these yeah. guys are talented. He's a very talented player. Right. Him and Davis Thompson are the two guys in this field that are like they're I think they're making their first professional start. Like what I mean, what is, I mean seriously, what the fuck are the odds for them to win? They're like one fifty to one. Well, yeah, I mean, they're not gonna win. I don't literally I don't literally mean the odds. Steve. Well, you ask me a direct question. It's like if you ask Alexa something, I'm going to tell you the answer. And you ask me the odds, I'm like, yeah, it's like 150. I meant more in general. Like, what are the odds? Like, has somebody making his first stat in the PGA ever, ever won his a, first stat as, in the PGA? professional? Yeah. No. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like, mean, Matthew Wolf did it in, like, four starts. Right, but that's not his first that. That's what I'm saying. No, like what the fuck are the guys of that? I mean, that's like no, I, I, no. I, I've heard people try and bet outright for them. That I think that's foolish. But well, that's if you want to do like a top twenty, that's a different conversation we might have later. So, okay. all right, that's the ownership. Yeah. So, I think uh, let's break right. hellhole of the field. <laughs> all right. Well, listen before uh, before we break uh, the tears down. It's really short top tier. Uh, before we do that, listen, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer of up to a $500 risk-free bet. Terms and conditions do apply, so go get the details at WYNNBet.com and download the app today. Uh, so, Hatton's hanging in anywhere between, I don't know, 12, 15, 16. I saw him at 18 at WinBet um, this morning. So that's wow. a pretty good it's a pretty good number for uh, for old Terrell there. Um, that's a, that's so, yeah. a very good number. <laughs> I, good. I wish I had access to WinBet. Me too. Come on, Florida. Let's get let's get going. Let's get to listen. And Win's got a, a beautiful casino uh, up in uh, my hometown in Boston. It's fucking gorgeous. And wow. uh, we, need, we need some of those down here. Maybe I'll stop there on my way to uh, Cape Cod in uh, September then. Yeah, Maybe. you should. Yeah, you that's, should. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll bet on the tour. I'll, I'll bet on whoever started at minus ten for the tour championship at like plus like two fifty. Oh Christ, we didn't even talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, you want to touch on it real quick? What do you people, mean? People, people on the the new league. You want to just touch on that? They can't oh about no, that. no 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 no. It's fine. No. All right. If, if, if you want to see my thoughts, to talk about that. If you want to see my thoughts, go to Slack channel where I basically just uh, jerk myself off with. Uh, all the PTL content uh, <laughs> and all the money that, that's going to be flowing like how, for it. How smart are these people, though? How smart are these people? They're like, hold on. Everybody likes the idea of what the, the Bonesaw League was about, except they didn't want to be associated with the Bonesaw. Mm-hmm. So now you take the Bonesaw out, and we got a legitimate product coming. Yeah. Well, I, I think they were really smart announcing it during this shitty tournament week when it's like, because their whole point is. Listen, like, like, there's too many tournaments. We're just like, not that you don't get the top players playing. Like, why is this like a good product for you to watch? And then they announce it in a week that is basically the Corrales. And it's going to be on Even CBS. Even the most generous. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, the it's most for generous. Us. Yeah. Like, we're like, yeah. Right. But for, but they recognize that this is an entertainment product. And what they have actually put forward, and you should go look it up, it's actually a really good idea. It sounds a lot oh. of fun. Oh, it sounds amazing. I, yeah. I was on the website. I was, oh, I was cruising, son. I was, I'm excited. I'm like, why do we have to wait till 2023? Let's get this in motion. Like, yeah. now. Like, yeah, right and now. then there's, like, there's gambling opportunities for, like, the, like, you can bet the team win. Like, you can yes! bet a lot of shit. Yeah. It's really, and they, say, you bet, and like, they who, say you're going to be able to pick who you watch. So, that, are they going to, they're going to give me the ability to follow my golfer every shot? Every group will have a camera on them, and it's a shotgun start, and it's only three days. Oh my god! 
so beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's like so, Friday, it's Saturday, beautiful. Sunday. It, yeah, honestly, we don't need four rounds. Three rounds is fine. Agreed. So, all right. Okay. Let's move on to this anyway. crappy field then. <laughs> All right, ten thousand dollars. You got Dustin Johnson at eleven four hundred, Brooks Kepka at eleven one, Matthew Fitzpatrick at ten four, and Terrell Hatton at ten two. So, I mean, I love Brooks. Just, I just always love Brooks. It doesn't really matter. I don't, I don't care if he's. It helps being off social media. I don't see all this nonsense. You know, you reported to me, but I just like I, I think the difference between. What happened to Byron Nelson the week before the PGA? Because that was a tune-up. Was that was him coming off knee surgery? Mm-hmm. That was legit shaking off rust, and that was like a soft, easy golf course, like TPC. Like I, I think that just was him just trying to hit some irons, and like he actually did hit the ball pretty well that week. He just didn't yeah. putt well, but I think this one is like, I, I think it's going to pique his interest. It's different. He tends to like different challenges, and like I, I think this is going to be the type of term where he finishes like top ten. You know, it's not going to win. I think this is like he did the same thing like Trinity Forest the week before he won the PGA. Went to a weird golf course, got off a little bit slow start, ended up roaring over the weekend to finish like top five. I think something similar is going to happen. So if you want to pay up for Kepka, I, I don't see any problem with that. The problem is everybody's paying up for Kepka. So, uh, right. and I think of like the two British guys, probably going to go Hatton here. I mean, just because like the T degree number has been really good. He finally gained some strokes putting. The problem is like a lot of his data is kind of old. Like I think he only has the PGA and he has the heritage recently as far as like strokes gain, like measured terms. Otherwise he's got like the masters, like WGC, like that's not really in there. And I think like there's some like old Bay Hill, like, like, like concession data that's in his like, like short term numbers. Yeah. They're showing up a little more recently, so that it might be a little misleading. But I, I think for me with Fitzpatrick is, well, I want to like him. Like I, I like I'm picking nits here. Like the iron numbers not been good. Like he was really bad memorial with the irons. And I, I heard today that apparently all the money is flooding on him for the outright. Which outright. the fact that this like everybody the fact that like most betters this week who don't really have a clue what's going on just flocking to Matthew Fitzpatrick I don't think that's sharp money I think that just people trying to like buy themselves into a narrative like oh Matthew Fitzpatrick is number one here he does well on firm and fast golf courses like I'm just gonna bet him and he's been bet up all the way from to, to like close to Hadden's number like twelve or fourteen right now so right. so I think it's Kepka and Hadden for me I'm not on DJ I understand the narrative of like well we don't really know he can turn on it anything but like like this is 20 what 20 percent dj and i there was an article where they were talking to lucas glover about that he basically had to ring dj's arm in order to come here he's like oh you know it's going to mean a lot to people for south carolina i don't think dj gives a flying fuck about the people DJ, of south carolina. no dj gives no, no no i think he's i don't think he has any interest in spending four days in 98 degree heat sweating his ass off i think he just wants to you know Wave to the crowd, you know, be here until Friday and then take his net jet off to Torrey Pines to prep for the U.S. Open because that's really what he cares about. Yeah, well, I agree with that. Uh, I mean, I'm on Hatton here. Um, I'm actually just skipping everybody else. and I'm even pretty light on Hatton. Uh, I'm with you on Fitzpatrick, just too popular. Um, I, saw, I saw the tickets on him, too. I was like, what? Um, Brooks, I know you have, like, I don't know. I don't know. I get, I get where, I get where your head's at as far as like him wanting. It isn't really a tune-up though. The course can't be literally almost couldn't be any more different than what they're going to play next week. Um, I mean, I, I, DJ, I, I think actually, I, I think around the green, like like with the bunkering, might be similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and some of the undulations too are a little tricky. Maybe I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I, I actually the opposite with you, DJ. I think DJ, like. Probably needs to get some sort of comp- decent competitive round in him. He's been bad, like bad, like not like not bad for DJ, bad. Like he's okay, just so so bad. what's the happy medium between getting prepared for the U.S. Open and right. not tiring yourself out after four days of being in like a hellhole in the middle of South Carolina in June? What's the happy medium? Because it can't be playing yeah. on the weekend. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, is I, it, I don't is know. It like he hits the ball really well, T Green just misses a billion putts. Yeah, that's probably the habit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 but it's too freaking expensive. And you know, some guy who's some like is. I don't think any of these. Uh, maybe Hatton. The only one I think up top can win is Hatton. I don't think DJ Cap could give a shit enough to win it. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Hatton's the only one I think up here can win it. 
So, I agree. I, I think Haddon's yeah. got the win equity here. And I mean, who knows? Maybe DJ does want his money and wins. And I don't know. But I just, yeah, with his recent form, I I don't see it. So, okay. all right. I think yeah. that's it. Cool. All right. So the $9,000 range, we got English, M, Fleetwood, Poulter, Gazire, and Higo. Okay. So, English, Anderker, done. Sanjay M. Good round, disaster round. I don't think that matters what fields you're in if you're playing like that. It doesn't matter who you're playing against. You're beating yourself, and he does that week in and week out. Uh, I don't even. I, I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going to skip over him. Uh, Gazire. I don't know, man. Like whatever. Uh, I don't. I don't like this range. I like. I like Poulter. If I like anybody out of here, I know this Higo guy is popular. Um, apparently, he's a good golfer. He's ranked pretty high in the way. He's like top fifty in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I just don't know about him. I think it's a second, second or third start um, for 9K, second or third start. Man, that's tough to stomach, man. Like, so I think if anybody, if I'm playing in this range, I like Poulter. He's been playing well. Um, this is something he can go out and win. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this seems like, a, this seems like something Poulter would go out and, and win. He could still get up for this because it's money, and we all know he likes his money. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm fine. I'm with Poulter. That's why I like I'm going to pass on everybody else. If you can talk me into Higo or if I hear something tomorrow on my ride to work, maybe Higo. Because I don't with this. I mean, what's the data back it? I mean, it's all from European, so I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I have the European data if you're interested. I mean, like, so, so the problem is, though, so this, this data is translated into strength of field. So a lot of it is kind of like a little worse than what it is. So, like, he's not, he's basically been. How do I say this? Like Mackenzie Hughesing it. He's like a long hitting oh, Mackenzie Hughes. Okay. So like okay. the ball striking like off the tee and approach shots, like like off the tee is really long, but he just sprays it everywhere. Like his driving accuracy <laughs> percentage on the European tour is like one of the worst at like on tour. It's like under <laughs> okay. it, it's forty it's forty five percent is oh driving accuracy. God. It's really That's bad. Terrible. Um oh. So his strokes gain approach number is like he's losing about 0.3 strokes per round with the approach, but like he hits greens a 70% clip. I think that's just because like he's been playing the Canary Islands over there, and that's where he did most of his damage. And I've been to the Canary Islands three events over there. Something they did four events. He won two of them. And let me tell you, I've been to the Canary Islands. I played those greens. They're very soft. Like I was Uh, sticking. I was sticking greens. Like it just. (laughs) And they're and they're and they're big greens. Canary Islands. Yeah, I mean these were resort course golf courses they played over there like they were very easy so but i mean i i think one of the things i think about with hego and just other europeans that come over here is like sometimes they go to like i don't know like an american style golf course for the first time and they just get their ass kicked it's just not something you're used to like this is at least like weird golf like it's it's more like you know, it's something you see in like, you know, Scottish links or like in Australia. Like it's just it's it's more of an international flavor. So that might help in the fact that like he's not really behind the eight ball of like the type of golf course, you know, that he's going to see here. Uh, I mean, he does put well in Bermuda. So, I mean, that that could help him. But I don't know. Like, I, I think he's still this hipster pick that I'm yeah. not quite sold that, on yet. That so. sounds right. Yeah, right. uh, I mean, listen, Harris English has a stink on him. I that's too bad. I kind of liked him for this week, but if he's got the stink on him, no thanks. Uh, I don't hate Sonjay in this week. I understand he's burned me so many times. I can I can spin. Steve, this is not your fault, bro. It's not your fault. You can leave him. It's not your fault. I'm not going it's to. Not. I'm not <laughs> going to this week. So the ball striking numbers are okay. He putted his way out of the tournament last week. That was the main issue. And I feel like I said that a couple of times, but that was the issue. Mm-hmm. Overall, mm-hmm. like, okay, now we're going to put him back on Bermuda. He's in very good on mm-hmm. Bermuda. You have to admit that, right? Yeah. He yeah. Uh, he still hits the ball pretty well off the tee, pretty straight. Hits a lot of greens. He's a good scrambler. That works. He also was on that 2019 President's Cup team at Royal Melbourne. And... One of the things, if you go back in time, like the internationals had the U.S. on the ropes, like the U.S. just like had no idea what to do with Mel- Royal Melbourne. But Ernie Els got that international team really prepped. They're like, all right, this is how you play this golf course. It was firm and fast. Like, like this is how you like navigate these tight lies off the green, and like you know, this is how you putt on them. Like you got to like hit the certain areas, and like, like, and he played awesome that week. Like I think he went 
two and one in team play and then kicked the shit out of Gary Woodland on Sunday singles. They only won two matchups on Sunday and he yeah. was one of them. He was awesome that day. I remember watching it like three in the morning, just an I'm like, wow, this kid is going to be a superstar. So, I mean, I think that's experience. Like, that's enough for me to kind of like him, like in this weird type of like unusual golf course. That's fine. Uh, I'm probably 19% Sanjay. I, I know, but I think I think he actually do well this week. You, so, you've literally liked Brooks, Terrell, 20, 20, and now you're at. Dude, dude okay, dude, they're all popular. What do you want me to do? They're all popular. <laughs> Okay, you like what DJ like twenty percent? Uh, no, I didn't like DJ. I said I'm going to play fucking Hatton and I'm going to play. Polka. Okay, and to Hatton's twenty and Hatton's twenty two percent. So there you go. Right. Yeah. Okay. One. All right. Well, oh, all right. Well, here three. you go. I like Pol- I like Polter too, but he's also been kind of a little Sweet. bit of a trendy industry pick this week. But there's things I like about him. Like just I hate he when has, I do- He hasn't playing pretty well. He did win the Australian Masters back in like 2011. So like there is some <laughs> Australian sand belt like. You know, lead with him. Um, you know, he has a he has won a tournament before, a major before. Now with that one, he actually had to win to get in. He's already in mm. the U.S. Open this year, this week, so it doesn't really matter. So I actually like him there. I'll save my Fleetwood discussion till later because I'm just going to build it up. Uh, I mean, I'm off. I, I think the only guy I just I don't really like Kazire. I think he's he's been faking mm. it. Like I see this like big iron number with him. I don't buy it. Um, I know he's really good on Bermuda, but I just like these types of like easier, like, like these like weaker field events. Like he just hasn't been all that good. in. I just don't, I don't buy him at nine. I think I can get Kazire's production, like $1,400 less this week. So okay. I'm off him. All right. Cool. All right. Nice. All right. Sweet. AK all range. Right. All right. Now I can go to some contrarian plays, right? Cause there are some yep. in here. All right. So. Kevin Kisner's been awful. Like, really, really bad. Really bad, bro. Really, really bad. bad. I know. He's finally made a cut at Colonial. Did that kick start something? I don't know. I mean, the ball street number is still pretty awful. I mean, I do remember that if, if I, like, I, we're using, I'm using Sea Island as kind of like a comp as far as, like, wider fairways. You got some hazards, like, off of it. That was his last good finish that he's had, and he almost cashed a 45-1 to 1 ticket for both of us, and he lost that playoff because Robert Streb yeah. just Kalimata stuck it. Oh yeah, yeah, Kalima. Yeah, so. Um, I think we with this golf course... Because it's firm and fast, at least we think it's going to be. It doesn't seem like it's going to favor a bomber. Like, you got to keep in play. It seems like this is the type of golf course that actually could do well for him. And he's really good putting on Bermuda. He's back on Bermuda golf course. So maybe that's enough to get him kind of kickstarted. He's only like, what, 5% ownership? Yeah. You know, I mean, he's got some win equity with him, too. So, okay. you know. Um, all right. So I like Brant Snedeker a lot this week, too. Like, there's a lot of things that kind of match up as far as what I'm looking for. So he's been playing pretty well lately. He's got three top 20s in his last five starts. I think he had like a T6 at Valero. He had a top 20, I think, at Valspar, too. He, he has a history, too, of like going to these longer, firmer, fast golf courses and actually doing well, despite the fact he's not that short of a He's kind of a short hitter. So, you know, 2014 Pinehurst. Pinehurst is the great, you know, Golf course, we comp this place too. Finished top 10 there. Next year, 2015 Chambers Bay US Open, finished top 10 there. That was firm, fast, had all these waste, sandy areas. It was wide fairways. That's good, you know, good comp there. Aaron Hills, 2017 US Open. That was one that was actually kind of a, a birdie fest. Mm-hmm. As we're calm, that might actually kind of resemble what we see this week. Uh, you know, wide fairways, not a lot of rough, and then just like hazard area. Finished top 10 this week. And like, that's kind of where like I get like the idea that like, like in order for these shorter hitters to kind of like get an advantage, you need mm. wide ways. You kind of need sloping fairways, and then you need like hazards right off it. So it's actually a penalty if you miss. And he's been very good in his career at types, those types of places. So I like Seneca this week. And then going back to you know, listen, I I, I credit Sung Jm for his participation in the 2019 Presidents Cup at Royal Melbourne. Well, CT Pan was on that team too, and he actually played pretty well that week as well. He went two and one that week. He was on the same team as you know as him. He got the same two duels from Ernie Els, and he got his ass kicked by Patrick Reed on Sunday. But Patrick Reed was you know, that was after his cat. He punched somebody, and then he was just in it for himself, you know, because he kind of he almost submarine that team. So he kicked the crap out of CT Pan that, that week. But he actually played. I remember he played really well with Hideki those first couple of days. So. Okay. 
he's got that course knowledge of like how the, to play this type of track, and, and he's been playing well in his own right too. I think he went, finished top ten at Quail Hollow a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So those are my three guys. I, I like Kisner, I like Snedeker, CP. I like Redmond too. I mean, he did play the Monday qualifier and kind of bombed out. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, he has like. You know, South Carolina's connections, though, maybe maybe this thing means so. I'm like, he withdrew after nine holes, I think, because of the weather, and he just wanted to get back to this tournament. So maybe this means it kind of means something to him. He's been playing a little better lately, too. Yeah, but, uh, he's been on the upswing. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, Kisner, Snedeker, Pan, and Redmond are my four. And then I'm on my fade here. Like, I, I don't like Johnny Vegas this week. Uh, I mean, it's it's off the tee, but, like, he's just inaccurate. Like, the iron numbers aren't that good. He's not very good at these, like, like little or easier events that like he just doesn't have a good track record with those. And he's an awful putter on Bermuda. So uh, I think he's drawn like 13% ownership. Uh, no, thanks. Yeah. But, but man, so I, I kind of like Vegas. I mean, only because uh, he's one of my binkies at this point when I go, when I go down and I start looking through this stuff. Um, but he, I mean, he just good. At, he just got second at Corrales, right? That's that's kind of a comp course, right? I guess it is. Right, hey. second. So, I don't like the ownership at all. Don't get me wrong. I fucking hate him at thirteen percent. But or e- or even the price, probably. Yeah, I don't like the price either. Yeah. Um, but like whatever. I try to. I like Mitchell. He's good on Bermuda. He makes me so nervous. He's he makes me terrified. But I like him more than uh, like I like him better than Kisner. I just I I don't know what's wrong with him. I think he's broken. I don't care if he missed the cut. I don't care if he made a cut. Um. I like Snedeker. I'm with you on Snedeker. I liked him. Um, it's funny. We talked about that earlier today. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> um, somebody somebody else picked him. Uh, yeah, I, but... thought I, was, I thought I was alone on Snedeker Island, and no, I wasn't. Well, I, I thought I was too. What was it, two weeks ago? And all of a sudden, he was fucking chalk. I was like, what the hell is happening? How is he chalk? Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, really, like, I, I like Mitchell, Vegas, and, and Snedeker. And Vegas, for me, is just – he's got a decent – track record at places like Corrales and Punta Cana and like, and like, I don't know. I feel like it's a weaker field. He is, he's a, he's a good golfer. Um, I don't know. He's, all, I, he's I, also in Siwoo's crew. So you, well, maybe you that's why so you yeah. like him. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Um, yes, he really is. Um, I'm going to fade Glover this week. I don't wow. like, the okay. I don't like the I don't like the narrative. Oh, he's the emissary. Give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Like, no, but I don't know. I always something bothers me about Glover. I can't. Was he the one who faked the kidnapping or beat up? Is that the one? No, that's Robert Allenby. <laughs> Not even Is, close. No, the one whose wife like. We'll talk offline because I don't want to say. Oh, I, don't be I know what you're talking about. You're conf- you're conflating two things. Am I okay? Yeah, okay. let's let's not. Yeah, we'll talk offline. Yeah. Um, the the uh, but whatever. Uh, like he, he's too popular for no reason. Eighty six hundred dollars, like. Whatever, I'd much rather have uh, Mitchell, who, who is great on Bermuda. And man, what was it? A couple weeks ago, he was in the second to last group, and then he, of course, blew his <laughs> shot his way out of the tournament, going left and right off the tee. Uh, but I really like Snedeker too. Um, I was kind of snad when you told me who picked him, but that eh, is what it is, man. Uh, you know, like I said, a blind squirrel finds a nut someday, so maybe hopefully it's this week. So there you go. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind Mitchell. I mean, I don't mind Varner either. Uh, I think the only thing with Varner we had to discuss is there's the the narrative that he plays, I think the Australian PGA and he won that. That's his only win. He's got like another top 10 there too. The problem though is where that term was played. It's more of like a typical resort course. It's not a sand belt course like this place. I mean, it's still got wide fairways. It's got like some tricky bunkers. So, I mean, it's it's still, it's, it's still the area. But it's it's not it's not this. It's like you can't just say, "Oh, we won this Australian event." It's not the same. So yeah, I feel like I, I feel I, like I'm sure our, I'm sure our Australian friends will probably are nodding right now. I'm like, yeah, it's it's not really. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's it's not real Melbourne. It's not you know all those sand belt golf courses. Yeah, I think I think the South Carolina narrative and it, look, like I said, like I always root for this guy, like I do. So he's an easy guy to root for. Everybody wants to see him break through with a win. So I feel like it's more of a trying to will him there. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Yeah. Any thought? Any, but, thoughts, yeah. Al, any thoughts on Alex Norin? Just getting. I mean, he's been I, playing better tee to green lately. No, I so he, so I I don't really have any clear thoughts on him. All I'm going to ask you about him later. Um, okay. Because uh, we'll, we'll talk about him later. Um, okay. 
But um, all right, so we got to go into the 7K range. But listen, before we get into the 7K range, no one's perfect, especially guys priced under 8K and DK this week. Even the base, even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three pot with the tournament on the line. And if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash SGP now. And with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash SGP and complete and take the online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete the online visit today and connect with a doctor to take care of it. So go to GetRoman.com slash SGP now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash SGP. Get started now and save $15 on your first month of treatment. I mean, look, I, I know everybody's been like Florida and just been wide open for basically the entire pandemic. Everybody, I can't imagine, you know, uh, being locked up and, and being single. And uh, listen, man, you need some help. Uh, this is going to be a very busy summer for you single people getting back out there. So make sure you take care of it. <laughs> All right. With that, let's talk about the 7,000 hour range. All right. What, what, what a transition. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So in this range, it's it's ugly. Listen, like I mean, there yeah. there's some guys who are definitely going to excel. There's some ticking time bombs too. You're just hoping you'll stand out, step on landmine. I I guess my approach with this stuff is just try and find guys I just think are going to be reliable, make the cut. Like they got a couple things going for them that like I'm looking for this week. So. So I'm going to stop start with Pat Perez at 7700 bucks. Like he's been playing a little better lately. Like he's just been pretty consistent. I mean, he's been hitting his irons pretty well lately. He's a good scrambler, good putter on Bermuda. He also play, has played pretty well in some of the comp courses I'm looking at. Like So he played well at Trinity Forest. He played well at Kapalua. He played well at Nine Bridges. He even played well. Like, like I started looking at the Greenbrier a little bit. And like that's a golf course that has like a lot of quirkiness and like weird Scottish principles to it. Like, like different greens are going on, like some crazy bunkering, like even though it kind of looks like, you know, like a typical like golf course, like there's a lot of like quirky Scottish golf architecture in it. And I kind of dig that. Like, I think guys are going to be doing all right with that. And I, I like that translation to go into like a weirder golf course like this. So, uh, so I like Pat Perez. Um, I mean, down then I'm going like way down below, like, I don't know. Bronson Bragoon played well at his last tournament. You know, he hits a lot of greens, decent scrambler. You know, he does okay in kind of these like scrub events. Um, I mean, Henry Norland has been super ugly lately. Um, it's mostly because of the putter, but he actually puts well in Bermuda. So maybe that turns around. Like, otherwise, the ball striking looks pretty good. I mean, Bryce Garnett won the Corrales once upon a time. You know, he keeps the ball in play off the tee. He hits a lot of greens, good scrambler, good putter on Bermuda. I mean, there's there's a lot of other guys I like in this range as far as, like, maybe, like, a top 20 bet. But, like, I think, like, in DFS, these guys don't really have crazy ownership. Like, there's a bunch of guys who are over 15%. I'm avoiding that in this range just because, like, these guys are all the same. But it's those four guys... I mean, I looked at Camilla Vajegas too. He's another one, but like the off the tee numbers kind of scare me. Terrifying me as well. Yeah, it's it's just those four guys. I think you know that that I that I've been going to the most in this range for DFS lineups. Yeah, I mean, well, we're we're on a similar path. I'm with you on Perez. Um, like I said, like a wily old veteran, like good on good on the comp courses. Um, so I heard, uh, like I said, the, one of the shows I listened to was the Mayo and uh, Feinberg betting show. And uh, they brought up RCB. And I did a little digging on that. I'm fine with that. Like, I used to really dig watching this kid play. Um, he was a first round. He's either a first round leader that screwed us out of money or he almost screwed us out of money. Like, within like. He was at the Byron Nelson recently. He's been playing better. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, man. I mean, he's got three yeah, three straight uh, made cuts. Um, yeah, like I said, whatever. Like, uh, I mean, we're, 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 we're picking. And he's an old guy who I used to like watch. And I, I thought he was going to be a lot better than he turned out to be. Can I pick a nit with that? Absolutely. So they came out with that show before he played his U.S. sectional qualifier. That oh, was it bad. No, he made it. Oh, so no. what's the motivation this week? He's playing Tory Pines next week. Uh, I would like him better if he actually kind of bombed out. Yeah. But no, he played, and that had weather. Like he was there all day Monday, so he 
So he didn't get to the course till yesterday, at least. Yeah. Yeah. What's the motivation with him? Like, and I agree. Like, listen, I, I like the pick too until I saw that. I'm like, all right. I mean, he's. Yeah. Perfect. How much does this tournament really matter to him? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's and true. Now he's Torrey Pines. So. That's true. Right, you, you and so I, that. I thought the same thing about Poston too, because he's going to Torrey Pines too. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I tended to avoid guys who. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize how she made it. Um, and and Johnny Vegas is another guy who made it too. He actually had to play this morning. I know. I know that that we'll talk about him later. That was the reason why I actually turned on him. Okay. That reason. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, that's the thing about down here. They're all the fucking same guy. Like whatever. I'll just find somebody else who's similar. <laughs> like, I don't care. Um, a shameless power. Um, whatever. Four straight. Four straight. He's, playing, he's been playing pretty good. Yeah, playing fine. The name is Seamus Power. Whenever I don't play him, I feel like I'm doing my people a disservice. Um, who else was the other one down there? So I like Bragoon too, but then I saw that he was like pushing like 10% ownership. That kind of makes me a little nervous. Um, I'm fine with Brian Stewart. Um, he also got into the U.S. He, Open. Fucking Christ, dude. All right. Yeah. Well, look, at least I'm hitting the guys who are good form. Uh, <laughs> the... the um, I, 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 I think I'll, I'll, I think he did. I'll, I'll check with you at the end of the pockets. I'll look it up. I, I'm pretty sure yeah, he made it. It doesn't matter. Um, and then uh, Bryce Garnett, I'm with you on him. You know, it's funny is uh, Nagels, I think, randomly uh, told me to play him, like, I don't know, a couple months back. And I was like, fuck off. I'm not playing that guy. Yeah. And uh, and so, but ever since then, I'm like, I'll watch him a little bit and see and see what he's doing. But yeah, all right. So that's it for there. I mean, there's really no fades other than like what you said. I'm staying away from the, the super chalky guys, like whatever. Luke List is 17%. I think on the same show, I think they said he holds the close record there. I don't care. That's yes, not baiting. It's not baiting me to bet him. Nope, nope, no. <laughs> All right. All right. 6K range. I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Um, I'll go to my boy, Rod Oppenheim. Um, if the, if he's a good potter, man, he's been playing okay lately. He's fine. Like it's 6,700, man. Like what, like what? Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, your expectation is what? You know, 26 at the Byron Nelson, 7 at Puerto Rico. I'm fine with that. A shit ton of miscuts in between. Don't care. Um, Putts well. And his iron's actually uh, been saying his iron's. Oh, God, look at that. Gate almost. Dude, 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 they're, they're, they're all ugly here. Yeah, I know. That's that's the problem, yeah. right? So you go through and they're all super ugly. Yeah, it, listen, if they are any good... They'd yeah, be, like, not. in the upper sevens. Like, there's yeah. a reason why in the shitty field all these guys are under seven. Yeah. And I'm they good all with, stink. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm good with uh, Swafford uh, as well. Like, s- same reason. Like, good with Corrales, comp courses, whatever. Um, and then uh, my, <laughs> my deepest dumpster dive is uh, Jonas Blakes. Do you remember him? Of course I did. Yeah, okay. he played. He finished, uh, I think, like, top five here in Oak Hill. Yeah. I followed him around because he was paired with Henrik Sensen in the final round. Okay, okay. So he went to FSU uh, with a buddy of mine who I worked with at Merrill, and then um, a new group of guys that I've been golfing that I golf with once, and that uh, hopefully I'm trying to get to golf with again this week. Uh, like Noah's family play with him. They also know like Cam Smith and shit. So, um, but yeah. So uh, and they've been rooting for Blake. He's coming back from that injury. It's a name I know. Sixty-two hundred bucks. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. There you go. I mean, I, I with some of my lineup builds because I didn't go too deep into the tens. I didn't have to really get right. dipped down here too much. I mean, of the ones here that kind of piqued my interest, I mean, Andrew Putnam's a name. He's been hitting his irons okay lately. He's a decent scrambler, good putter on Bermuda. Does pretty well at the kind of those like core comp courses I've been looking at. That's one. I mean, Cameron Percy, if you want to do the Australian narrative, he plays a lot of Aussie golf. I mean, of everybody here, he hits his irons yeah, pretty sure. damn well. So, I mean, I think, like, like the ball striking number, he has been absolutely terrible lately. I think he's on, like, a miscut WD straight. I think his highest finish is, like, 70th. But, I mean, he's hitting his irons okay. I know he's probably going to look at this place and be like, all right, I've seen this golf course a billion times before. He's played well in those Aussie events, too. All right. Listen, that's a narrative I I can spin myself in. I can get behind that. Yeah, I'll get behind that, too. Fuck it. And then, like, listen, Ryan Armour plays pretty well in these kind of weak field events where everybody's hitting fairways. You know, he does the same thing. He's a good putter in Bermuda, too. Like, can he get hot for th- three days and just, like, post, like, I don't know, top 30? Yeah, why not? He'd probably do it. He's an accomplished player. I mean, he's playing terrible, but all these guys are playing terrible. So, it's really those three. Um, that's really about it. Okay, cool. All right. All right. you a big shot, homie. I mean, I think it's pretty easy. Like, okay. if DJ's going to have 18% ownership, it's going to be him. Okay. Right? Like, 
Like this isn't like all right. I understand that everybody's down on him, but like he's I I question the form now. Yes, he can turn it on. I question the desire to be here. I question whether he actually cares if he's here on Saturday Sunday. Yeah, I think if I think I, I think if you're paying up in the 11s, I would much rather go Brooks on that. So I, I think I know what Brooks is going to do this week. I think he's going to give a shit. He's going to be here until Sunday. I think he's going to finish top 10. DJ, he could be gone after Friday and just on a net yet. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't understand, like, if you're looking at those two. And maybe that's just me. But, like, just with the form, I don't understand why DJ has, like, 18% ownership. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. So that's my big short. Okay. I'm with it, man. That's fine. All right. right. Well, listen, before we jump into uh, my favorite segment, the one and done. My yes. absolute favorite. Um, listen, we're brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on the NBA championship and Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other bettors like yourself. See a ticket you like, but you think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair and then buy it. PropSwap is making it easier to profit these playoffs by trading in and out of teams as the postseason progresses. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. Last week, a PropSwap customer purchased a Montreal Canadiens ticket Stanley Cup future for $45 when the team was down 3-1 against the Maple Leafs a few days later. He flipped it for $600. It's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, last week, uh, yeah, so uh, with, PropSwap, with PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Think of it like the stock market, but for sports betting. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 dollars in bonus cash go to propswap.com and download the prop swap app today all right so while we go over who you've used yeah, you've used harry hatton I'm, I'm, let me just build the drama okay so we're an hour in on this garbage doesn't matter all right <laughs> you know it doesn't matter all right you've used harris english you've used sung jm you've used dj uh, and that's it okay I kind of want to save Hatton for the British Open. Okay, you can do that. I'm hoping his form's going to come back. Ah, fuck it. Just give me Poulter. I don't give a shit. Poulter. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I actually am going to go Hatton because I've already used Fitzpatrick. I've already used DJ. I'm going to say Brooks. Then you're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. I've already, I've already, sung, I've already used Sung Jay. So, yeah, I mean, like, in uh, in the, our little SGP one and done, I've already used Hatton, so I'm going to have to go somewhere else with that. But um, for the Mayo, and I need a win because I thought it was going to be JT last week, and that soft little ballerina <laughs> you know, got triggered because he didn't hit a five-footer. Nope. Only 55 grand. Thank you, JT. Who's so, Terrell Hatton. Read. I ha- I hate I hate your short number this week, but if you give me the win and one undone, that'll be greatly appreciated. So that's my- <laughs> all right. Fair enough. All right. So uh, we just got the bank guy left, right? Yes, we do. Um, well, well, do you have it. anything for first round leader? Because I got no fuck no no oh, no no. Just I'm literally- bet, bet a bunch of guys over hundred to one. That's literally what I'm gonna do. Like just that, do like- that. That's it. Uh, like yeah. I, you know, I'll post it on Twitter and Slack chat, uh, and I'll let you know if I have any rationale behind it, other than um, like guys I think like to get off the hot stats. Like I mean, I can't look anywhere from first and ten T splits. Like, what's it gonna do? Like, well, maybe I look at some weather, but I mean, whatever. It's not gonna fucking make a difference. Well, like I, I think I'm gonna make a general statement too. for anybody in Slack channel who wants to like ask me, like, hey, what do you think about this player this week? The answer is gonna be yes, because like, all right, <laughs> they're all the same. I got no take. <laughs> That's solid. That's solid. All right. Well, listen, before we break down the cat, I do want to talk about our fucking app, man. Uh, it's live, uh, the app store or the Google store for all you droid weirdos. Um, the, the app gives us easy, gives you easy access to all the picks, all the podcasts. And, uh, look, I know there's a new fancy football one out too. Uh, you got moon offs, MLB, uh, football's coming back. So, uh, you know, Colby will be trying to match our, uh, three hour long podcast, uh, with his own, uh, and look, they got a new uh, a new finals uh, NBA finals free roll, man. It's for a G. Just go download the app, get in the contest, try to win a G. Um, and listen, go toss us a rate and a review, man. That's it. You know, uh, five stars. Say something nice and uh, tell your friends and family, man. Uh, it's a uh, it's a good show. Uh, we enjoy doing it for you guys. And there we go. That's it. Yeah, Betting God. Betting God. Time. All right, let's start top tens first. You want to go first? Or you want to go first? Yeah, I only got two. So Vegas plus five hundred, Poulter plus two fifty. 
All right, we're on opposite sides of Vegas, so we'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, let's go with the. I have five right now. Um, so I actually think I actually think that like Lucas Glover is going to get a lot of like airtime. I think he is going to go play well this week. So. He's not playing. He's not playing the U.S. Open next week. I think this means a lot to him. I like. I don't think he's going to win, but like I could see like CBS putting him a lot. He finishes like T seven. You yeah. know. So there's that. I have funny feeling Kisner's going to play well this week. He's at four to one for a top ten. I just do. I, I Keith Mitchell, you like him. I like him four to one for a top ten. Brant Snedeker, top ten, five to one. And now my Tommy Fleet would take. All right, go ahead. So here's the take. Uh-huh. So how many times this year before a major did he get everybody excited with a good performance? I don't know how many fucking majors have we had? Three already? All right. Well, all right. We've, we've had two, and we've had we'll, the players. Include the, yeah, yeah. Okay. So top 10 at Bay Hill, right? Yeah. Everybody's all jazzed for him, for the players. He missed the cut. Yeah. T5 at the WGC match play, right before the flash start for the Masters. What do you do? Flaccid T46. I like it. Okay. Right. Uh, I see. I told you you were gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. That's and fine. then he had a T14 at Quail Hollow. Nagels goes on the podcast like, "Oh, you know, he played pretty well at Quail Hollow. He's gonna play pretty well at Kiowa." Yeah. Missed cut by a mile. Yeah. So he's gonna do the same thing again this week. Listen, like he does have like good course history, like firm, fast, like these weird tracks. Yeah. Plus two fifty. I think he's gonna get everybody excited again for next week. <laughs> I play well, and then everybody's gonna be talking about. I'm like, oh, is this the time Tommy Fleetwood U.S. Open does really well, and then he bombs out next week. So this <laughs> Listen, is week top ten. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Thank that line. You. I'm fine you with that line. Trust, of you need to trust me a little more when I say you're gonna like a take. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Listen, when you say I'm gonna like a take about you betting on Tommy Fleetwood, it's very hard for my brain to figure out take that's gonna be yeah but uh, I'm, I'm admitting you're right <laughs> yeah i know i know that's what I was, I, and i was busy today and i was like i don't even know what he's cryptic ass is saying and by the way folks he texts like this too it's hilarious and I, I literally giggle all the time i'm like fuck man just fucking text me the info he's like i like to build suspense i'm like i know just tell me the info i do i like that i would create that little tension it's fucking hilarious it's called, it's called showmanship cracks me the fuck up all um, right let's all right. go to top uh, top 20s I got way deeper on this term than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> I, I, found, I found some good numbers in my own right. And just like, this is a fucking crap, crap yeah. test. Like, yeah. and, and there's a lot of guys who are actually like dead in this field, too. Like, like, like if you look at like who they actually had to get to come here, yeah. there's like oh, 50 names who have like no chance. No business. This is 150 player. This is more like 110. Yeah. So... I mean, I like Pat Perez. Like, you know, I found a plus 300 on him, top 20. You, know, you found yeah. plus 300 on Perez in top 20? I did. I, I found a better. That's why I went a little heavier on the top 20. I found actually good numbers. All right. So Ben Martin's been playing a little better lately. Like, I, I just recall that he played well at Chambers Bay, like, way back when. But he's been playing yeah. better. He's plus 300. Your Seamus Powers, plus 350. Uh, Camille Vajegas, plus 400. Bronson Bragoon, plus 450. Um Got a funny feel about Danny Lee this week too. New Zealand guy. And he plays kind of well in these types of tracks. He's plus five fifty. Right. Um, I threw a Cameron Percy top twenty for plus seven hundred because it's kind of an off track. And I oh. threw top twenties on those two amateurs, John Pock and David Thompson. Okay, they're plus six hundred each. So yeah, but I looked at them on the book that we used to share, um, and they weren't that fucking low. I know. Well, that's a th- so on the book we share. Yeah. Ties playing paying full, I'm, so their positional props are always. Yeah, that's true. I guess. I guess it's better than getting fucking dead heated. Yeah, but like, I mean, I, I, on that book, I before I got kicked off because they stopped serving New York <laughs> State. Uh, I never did positional props there. Yeah, because they're always so short, man. My and my yeah. local is even worse, and I don't even know how that's yeah. possible. That's the thing. <laughs> that's. You gotta shop around a little bit with some of these prices. But so dude, I, that I means was, I, that means I gotta do more Bitcoin, more fucking yeah, I, the no. Yeah, but by the way, that was awesome. I I withdrew from uh, this account on Bitcoin on why well, over the weekend. I waited a couple days and it was down like ten percent. <laughs> I was like, all right, I better put it into a book. Oh, I didn't so, even think about that. Yeah, that, that yeah, it, Bitcoin's a little volatile right now. Yeah, so, dude, whatever. I don't know. Maybe maybe talk to like Sean and Kramer about like no know, man, fuck all this. Whatever, I'm not going to go into my old man yells at Sky rants well, about any, crypto. Well, anyways, I had to get off, and there's you know, Bitcoin was the only way, and I am actually losing a little bit just by having just by time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks. So yeah, those are my top twenties. I, I have it in my column this week. You can see the full list. So All right, cool. Yeah. 
I like it. All right. Do you have any top 20s or no? No. All right. Okay. Why don't we go to matchups? I literally just cried about how shitty the odds were. Um, <laughs> All right. You go first. So I got Snedeker over Kiz. Uh, so okay. I, I, don't, I don't hate that. Yeah, like I like Seneca over Kids is minus because I'm I am nowhere near where you're at with Kids. Um, minus one ten. I got Poulter over English at plus one ten. Uh, I took Hatton over Fleetwood at minus one forty. Okay, but after I had the Fleetwood take, I think you actually like that take now. I'm a, uh, yeah, I might be a little worried about that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I didn't have a Fleetwood matchup or anything. It was only the top ten because I, I, I knew that would make you smile. <laughs> um, I mean, the first bet I made of the week is Kepka plus 105 over DJ. I just, I think Kepka's going to do really, like the, like the top ten, top five odds, like I think you're paying juice in order to get those. I don't like doing that, but like I think Kepka's just going to beat DJ this week. I think Kepka's going to be around for the weekend, I don't think DJ is going to be around. So is that? Yeah. Um, so I mentioned earlier that Johnny Vegas had to get up early this morning in order to play that playoff, and he got into the U.S. Open. So there's motive. There's I think maybe a little less motivation to play this event. Yeah. Harold Varner's minus one thirty over him. I took that. I like that. Um, same thing with Rafa Cabrera Bayo. Just the fact that he made the U.S. Open, I question the fact that you know he's going to play next week. Why is he still here? Um, I think the fact that I've, I've like Mayo was not the only one who said RCB. I heard RCB a lot this week. It seems like I think I think there's a lot of lazy, not lazy, but like I don't think people were putting a whole lot of effort into this thing. And they saw RCB. They tried to think like, all right, European link style. Mm-hmm. And they just went right to him. Yeah. So I'm going to fade that. I found Pat Perez minus 125 over him. Pat Perez didn't even play in any sections. He doesn't care about going to Tory. Oh, no, he don't give a fuck about Yeah, I, so I think he's just going to play well this week, and I think RCB's head is going to be somewhere else. So. Okay. I don't that. mind it. And then, again, like you mentioned, JT Poston, like he f- qualified for the U.S. Open. He doesn't actually play these types of tracks very well either, and I, I like Bryce Garnett, and I got him plus 105 over him. Oh, I like that one. So like those are my four, and then I'm probably going to do a lot of in-play in-round. Yeah, always. Because yeah, it's always. actually, with, with these guys who are really bad, it's really easy to pick out the guys who are going to regress hard. Oh, yes, absolutely. So even if you're kind of wrong on the guy you bet, you still might be right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to be doing a lot of in-round betting. Yeah, so like I typically end up doing like what, like four to eight matchups a day. Um, my guess is on a tournament like this, I'll probably be more like... 10 to 12, as long as I can find the good ones. Yeah, there you go. So, All right. Outright time. Why don't you go first? All right. So I, I hate all of them. Uh, I have Hatton. I got about 14 to 1. Uh, I took RCB on the drive home today. Uh, <laughs> I think I got him 80 to 1. Uh, Vegas at 80 to 1, which I really hate fucking now. I didn't know I woke up at fucking 8 a.m. Um, and then I got Oppenheim at fucking 3,000 to 1 or whatever the fuck it is. That's my bomb. Like, <laughs> 300 to 1. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. So last night, as I was putting together my stat page, I put I put two down and they immediately got mushed by just because everybody was on. <laughs> yeah, no. One of them was Harold Varner the third. And that was before I, I actually looked into the Australian golf course. He, I was like, all right, OK, we won the Australian place. We're playing pretty well. Like, all right, you know, let's go go that. I got him 40 to one. I like the price. But then I dug into that number. I dug into the golf course he won at. And then he got picked by a bunch of places. And I, I and I think because the whole industry got Cantlay right last week, I think anyone who is like had Cantlay is like picking this guy is not going to get anything right this week. Right. Just right. cross off. Right. So a lot of guys who picked had Cantlay last week were picking Harold Varner. Nope. Done. Same thing with Ian Poulter. Like he's been, at, he's actually kind of a trendy pick this week. That's gross. I, I, I got him. Why is he 40, trendy? I didn't think anybody would be an old man Poulter. He's fucking dude, like he, forty five years so, old. So Rob Bolton's PGA Tour rankings, his power rankings, he has Ian Poulter number one. What? This week. Yeah, and I, he's also on Action Network this week as a popular pick. I got him at forty one, and then I found out all that stuff. So yeah, that's they're, so they're not. My money's out the door. They're not winning. Here's what I think he's gonna win. Well, probably these are wrong because this is a crappy tournament, but whatever. Um. I spoke highly of Sung JM. I like the Royal Melbourne connection back in 2019. I got him at 20 to 1, and no one's on him this week. Yeah. He sucks. He's, back on, he's back on Bermuda. He doesn't have to meet a whole lot of guys. I understand you're shaking your head. God. I'm, I'm fine with it. I, um, I mean, this is week after week with the, with like, you're like the, like the weird Catholic. I, uh, did, I didn't bet him self, last week. Self lashing from uh, I didn't bet Code. him last week. You I bet him the week before? I did. I didn't bet after him last the, week. Yeah, the week before that. 
Okay, well, you know what? I found a way to get better this week. And I you, took a, you took a week off? Listen, it's 20 to 1 in the shit field with a guy like him, and uh, I didn't put that much on it. All right. Uh, 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 I'm right. just trying to help you, bro. I know. Trust me. This is the last time, probably. <laughs> that probably if, does if, what I heard that. If he bombs out of this tournament, it's definitely it. Okay. Right. We'll see. I think, like, and we talked about this particular guy after I made the bet. I found that he just was mushed. But, you know, <laughs> so, like, listen, a broken clock is right twice a, a yep. day, right? Yeah. So this could be right. The fact that I get Brant Snedeker and all his win equity with a lot of, like, the pedigree at firm and fast golf courses, and, like, he's a good on Bermuda tracks, too, at 50 to 1 with all these guys in this field, and he's actually playing pretty well. I'll take that. I'm fine with that, too. That's yeah. fine. I had a sneaky feeling about CT Pan again. Same thing with like Sung JM. Like he's he's one on tour. He's been playing pretty well lately. He has seen this type of golf course before. Seventy to one, like that too. And then a couple bombs. Bryce Garnett one forty to one and Cam Percy two hundred one. It was going to be Nate Lashley one fifty one. I texted you last. I was you did. You did. really unhealthily in love with that guy. You really were. And then I well I I, I was starting to get nervous because he actually got caught playing this playoff in Columbus or not the playoff, but he had to play this morning and he was actually in position to make the U S open yeah. and he bogey his last two holes. Uh, so he dropped out and they withdrew from this tournament because he's probably just fucking pissed. Yeah, absolutely. So actually I was kind of happy that I had to get my money back on the no action, but like going into la- yesterday, I was like, I really like Nate Lashley. Wait, who'd you say? Not, prior- this is not a good thing to, to say. Who'd you say prior to Garnett? What's it? Well, Percy. I think I'm going to fall. Yeah, he's think, I mean, If you want to bet like Aaron Baddeley too, like that's nah, another. Offer. I think I'm just. I think I'm just going to follow Percy. Okay. All right. There you go. He's like I got him at 200 to one. He's probably like 150 to 200 everywhere else. So. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. it. Um, cool. I'll probably just be doing matchups the rest of the weekend. I'm not yep. going to try and chase an outright because all these guys oh. suck. Yeah. So. Uh-uh. No. No live betting outrights this weekend. No. Very, and then. Very uh, Next week's the U.S. Open, and I have I have a lot of work to do as far as prepping. Sunday is going to be a very thorough show. Yeah, absolutely, as it should be. And, and we can recap this thing in probably five minutes, and then we can oh, dedicate yeah. an hour to the preview. I don't even know if we're going to recap it. We mm-hmm. might have a I I might have a lot to, to go over with the U.S. Open stuff. I gotta figure out a way to soundproof my fucking out, outdoor porch so I can start smoking on some of these podcasts. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Listen. Uh, like I said. There's still money to be made. Uh, come follow us on Slack. It's uh, at the bottom of all Steve's articles. Give us a rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you guys listen on. Um, and, uh, yeah, come follow us in Slack. Uh, we, that's where, like I say, man, that's where we grind. That's where we really uh, rubber meets the road, man. And that's that's a really handicap in coming through. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully we hit it outright. And uh, we'll put some first-round leader stuff up, too. Let's go break them books. 